1: Welcome back. I hope you're doing well and Merry Christmas. One of the things that I've mentioned this many, many times over the years, uh, when I start talking about my own history as a Christian, especially as more of a public Christian, which goes all the way back to pretty much 2004 and, and called to action. This is before radio, which started in 2007. And uh, the, the the thing that I, I expected as I became more of a public Christian and was engaging in politics and the culture war and then radio Uh, I knew I was sticking my head up over the wall and that we do have an enemy, uh, Satan, of course, and his legions of demons. And so I knew I was putting myself on the radar screen. The thing that I really missed, uh, and I don't know why I missed it. I just think I did. Uh, And my wife and I didn't necessarily talk about it very often uh, at all, was spiritual warfare within the confines of my family and my family being a target as opposed to me. Uh, and I think if you're going to go after a Christian man or a Christian woman that's engaged in kingdom work, uh, you want to you get me where I'm vulnerable. It might not be me personally, but you go after my kids, you go after my family, and you can wreak. Uh, a lot of destruction. So today we're going to do something uh, on Theology Thursday with our friends at BJU Seminary where we've talked about spiritual warfare before. I, I, every church I've ever been a part of, we, we you hear a series on spiritual warfare and you're talking about Ephesians 6 and all that kind of stuff. But I've really never looked at it in terms of spiritual warfare in the family, or I might add on the family. And so I was thrilled when I got this email from our friends at BJU Seminary that when Dr. Stuart Scott was coming back on, uh, who's a renowned Christian counselor and a professor there at the seminary, that one of my options was dealing with spiritual warfare in the family. So I'm just thrilled to, to welcome you back, Stuart. Welcome back to the country. You were in Tokyo recently. It's great to see you. Merry Christmas. Thanks for being here.
0: Oh, uh, thank you, Steve. It's a blessing to be here.
1: Is, is my, are my opening comments abnormal for, for fairly mature Christians? Do we kind of miss or or don't think about or talk about or teach much about spiritual warfare within the confines of our family? Is that kind of a a territory that we don't wade into much? Yeah, I don't hear uh, too much
0: about it. You know, it, the era is kind of over with the Frank Peretti novel mm-hmm. uh, series where there's a demon behind every bush. Right. And, uh, so it, it just sort of has moved off to the side and, um, I just don't hear much about it. I mean, I hear Christians blame every problem on Satan. Right. But not taking it, what's happening in our family, what's happening in our home. Um, And you only, I only, most of the time I hear just about Satan, not so much the world philosophies and ideologies yeah, yeah. or the flesh right right the sinful flesh in our uh, every christian's life
1: right every one of us yeah yeah and that's why like uh the the reality of the spiritual battle is all over the place yeah so it's interesting yeah. that we don't talk about it much but biblically scripturally uh and in and in jesus's ministry himself uh, i mean it's everywhere it's like yeah. non-stop
0: yeah i uh when i teach on this seminar uh I start with, you know, this morning when I drove to work, not once did I think there might be a sniper Hmm. ready to pick me off. Not once did I think in the road might be an IED. Uh, I passed by a lot of people. Not once did I think there might be someone packing explosives. Right. Because I'm not in a war zone. But over, let's say, in the Gaza Strip. Right. Or, you know, that is a reality and spiritually, it is a reality every day for the Christian. Yeah. It's just we never even think about it.
1: Yeah, we don't think about it. Yeah. And and, and again, and, and C.S. Lewis talked about this. Many people have come at this. Uh, and one of the problems we make with the, the devil himself, with Satan or spiritual warfare, is either we think about it way too much or we don't think yeah. about it enough. Yeah. Uh, but the reality is it, it is a present reality throughout Scripture and so we shouldn't be so quick to uh, not try to see through that lens every day. I think it's an everyday thing. I don't think that's an over-adjustment, is it?
0: I, I don't think so. We, we we are in a battle zone every day, and it would be good for us to remember that uh, throughout our, our walk. I mean, we walk with the victor, right? I mean, we walk with right, Christ. Right. But we, we have three enemies that don't uh, take a ceasefire or take a sabbatical mm-hmm. and— they're often covert. And so it's, uh, like sleeper cells. Yeah. Oh, you don't know. Yeah. And, uh, just when you least expect it. Yeah. Uh, when I looked at Christ's life, you know, the, he, the Luke four passage where the Satan just goes after him repeatedly three times in a row. So you get one victory and you think, Oh, I praise God. And you get ready. Yeah. It's rapid fire. And then it just says he he went away for another opportune time. Mm -hmm. So you just, Jesus, I'm sure it was
1: constant. Oh yeah, and yeah. and the it's just think of the audacity of that. Yeah, Satan knows who he's dealing with, yeah. so it's like, okay, fine, I'll take my shot, <laughs> one and out, right? Because yeah. you know you're not going to get anywhere. But no, oh no, I'll keep trying, and then I, hey, I'll catch you later. You you went three and zero oh this time, yeah.
0: But there's another and, and game I, on the horizon, and I'm not sure Satan really understood. Um. The incarnation. Yeah, I don't mm. know that he really got. Uh, wow. Yeah. He was 100 percent human. Mm-hmm. Well, he had his. He's had thousands of years to work with humans. Right. He's a I geek. think he, he probably didn't quite understand that. Yeah. Fully God, fully man, right. yet without yeah. sin. Yep. You know. Yeah. Uh, maybe there was some way he could get in there.
1: Yeah. i've yeah, it's so. fascinating to contemplate that. Well, you know, it, it's Satan's the father of lies. That's his natural language. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, pride's right up there. You mentioned kind of the threefold enemy that we all deal with. Of course, the devil, which we've mentioned, the world. It's the system you were talking about, who who has a God itself, and that would be Satan. And then the flesh, which Satan uses. So he's involved yeah. with all of this stuff. Uh, yeah. and and understanding that we have this enemy but but and you mentioned this before we hit the break i want to make sure we remind everybody ultimately the spiritual war has been won yep. it's kind of a cleanup operation it's the skirmishes but the the, out, the outcome of the war is already done amen so, yeah we need
0: to remember that for yep, sure
1: we operate uh, from victory not towards victory yeah. so when you feel like he's got uh, you by the tiger by the tail. Just remember, greater is he that is in me, or you, if you're a Christian, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. That would be the devil himself. That's encouraging, but don't be ignorant. So we're going to talk about uh, his targets, which is going to get us into our own homes. Okay, We're going to talk about his strategies, warfare, our strategy within the family. Very important. We'll be right back. Welcome back. It's Steve Noble, The Steve Noble Show, here with our good friend, Dr. Stuart Scott, who is a uh, renowned biblical counselor, teaches at BJU Seminary on this subject, and has been involved with biblical counseling for, what, 30-plus years now, Stuart? Is it 40 years? How many is it? Almost 40, yeah. Wow, incredible. Such a long uh, career. Thank you so much for uh, sharing your time with us and everything the Lord's uh, taught you and allowed you to experience and how you turn around and share that with the rest of it. It's always great to have you on, and I always appreciate You being here, and uh, I'm always uh, motivated uh, selfishly as well because I know I'm going to get fed besides everybody else. So it's just great to have you on this particular subject. Dealing with spiritual warfare in the family, uh, which is such an important topic I mentioned at the beginning of the show. This is something that I definitely missed and overlooked, didn't give it enough weight Uh, in my own role as the head of my home, especially when I became more of a public-involved Christian. Uh, But there's a bunch of different targets. We're going to end up talking about individuals in the home. But I want to make sure we kind of understand that there's a pretty big target set here for the uh, for the satanic forces for spiritual warfare. Hmm. And so let's go through those real quick. Just the enemy's targets. Who's he after? And then we'll start focusing in on the home.
0: Yeah, I listed uh, several uh, started with uh, Jesus himself. He was after Hmm. uh, from the very get go. Right. With King Herod. We think about that even at the Christmas time. I mean, King Herod was trying to kill him. Kill all the babies. Uh, even at his birth, but just kept trying and thought he had him defeated at the cross, but ended up a uh, reversal there. Right. Uh, Satan was defeated when Christ died and then rose again. So the head of the church, Christ, when he was here on earth, then the message of the church, I mean, the uh, yeah, the message of the church, the gospel. Itself. That is a target. Sure, If he can, um, uh, you know, there's different gospels out there. Right mm-hmm. second Corinthians eleven if he can get a uh, a Christian or a church to get- b- imbalanced it's all evangelism yep. or it's all discipleship and you miss both i'll get lopsided uh that would be the mission of the church uh making disciples yep. uh he'll attack the body of the church a whole group corporately yeah First the whole a whole
1: local church. The whole local We've seen church, that First Corinthians all Corinthians three. Most mm-hmm. of us probably have experienced issues at church. Yep. So there's that one. It,
0: boy, I, I you know, and people just think they can bring all kinds of accusations and create right. divisions and think there's no consequences, yeah. but there will be one day mm-hmm. uh a reckoning with the Lord, but also, you know, Satan's using that yeah. to bring discord among the brethren. And then you have uh individually uh Satan's target is to after any Christian. Yep. But mainly he's gonna go after leaders. Uh, Christian
1: leaders. Uh or parents. Yep. Well, parents are the leaders in the home. They are. So they and, are. and if you're a single mom, you're the leader. Yeah. Single that's right. dad, you're the leader. Head of the household, married couple, yep. you're the leader. The mom's still the leader. That's the head of the home. That's the leadership. I mean co regions in many ways, but but there, there is a pecking order there, of course, which we're not talking about today. But uh, Christian leaders includes in the home. Uh, people, You're a Christian leader. I'm a Christian leader. But today talking about uh, in the home. And, and this next part, which we've done with some other topics, uh, misleading and erroneous beliefs among believers in the home, uh, which, you know, I think a lot of us, Stuart, as we go, going to go through this, i going to go, oh, yeah, 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 that's me. Yeah.
0: Well, the— i had to take some time and just kind of think what what are some things i think or i've heard people say <laughs> yes. that i'm thinking oh that is so naive uh the enemy would have a heyday on this one <laughs> and uh so i listed a bunch of them but um some people just don't want to know what's going on in the realm of uh spiritual warfare it scares them yeah they don't even want to know what their children might look at on mm-hmm. their smartphones. Yeah, just stay away. Yeah, just stay away. I, ignorance is bliss. Yep. You know, uh, another one is uh, the Christian is an army of one. I don't need other Christians. <laughs> I you got know, it. You're, you're, I got this, Stuart. Yeah. <laughs> you're dead mate. You know, yes. uh, a Christian walking around by himself without linked. Uh, mm-hmm. community of God's people. Yeah, I've
1: I've often said the only Christian that can handle isolation is Christ himself.
0: Yeah, that's if right. If you're
1: isolated, right. you're toast. Yeah, Got that's it. right.
0: Uh, or the Christian home is a safe place. You know, the enemy doesn't come in the, inside the home there. It, you lock the doors, right. put the garage door down. We're all safe in here. Right. And you're going, oh, this is, that's so, so foolish. Yep, totally. And uh, a lot of parents, I think, are are, uh, misled by thinking, well, all of the evil is going to come in through the media, you know, through music, just all is going to come in from that direction rather than uh, our own hearts Mm. are, you know, without Christ are, are desperately evil and our sinful flesh, you don't have to teach kids how to be deceitful and So anyway, you mean um, we had
1: sins sin in our homes before the internet, Stuart? Is that the leap you're taking here? Okay.
0: Yeah, and Cain wasn't watching too many videos, (laughs) games, you know, to uh, kill his brother. Yep. Uh, Some would. Another erroneous belief is there's no friendly fire. Mm. You know, Christians won't hurt Christians. Oh man. Oh man. Oh wow. Some of the most hurtful things said and done are by professing believers. Yep. Sad. Uh, another one is uh, the saints have no clear instructions. Mm. And, yet, and here we have the scriptures that are sufficient
1: to help us. Which we'll get into. Yep.
0: Uh, Christian parents by having children can increase the Lord's army. You know, just isn't <laughs>
1: just, that assuming all of our kids are going to follow Christ. That's
0: right. That's right. It's like, we'll we'll have as many as we can and they'll all be saved mm-hmm. and they'll all be part of the church. And it's just, there's no promise uh. Uh, on that one at all. And matter of fact, that can be, where Satan gets his inroad, uh, causing all kinds of havoc in the yeah, home. That's right. Uh, even is through children who don't love the Lord. Or Christians can be enemy possessed. This was a big movement and still is popular uh, that Christians can be demonized. Right. And, uh, you know, it goes all the way back to Neil Anderson, a lot of this uh, bondage breaker uh, where they're. Uh, i mean you quoted the verse from 1 john you know mm-hmm. greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world it's one or the other you don't right. have both right and so neil neil anderson made up a word uh he made up a word uh a lexicon definition oh, that wow. no greek lexicon uh supports and that's a person can be demonized rather than spatially inhabited mm-hmm. is the meaning in scripture so uh, or christians can be um out of the heart of a Christian is out of enemy's range. Like Satan doesn't know us. That's That's a joke. (laughs) He knows, uh, he knows every one of our weaknesses.
1: Well, somebody asked me, I did a whole class on this once Stuart (laughs) and, and, and did uh, a a great study on spiritual warfare, but I started with two Sundays, one on demonology and one on uh, angels. And, and somebody asked, can a demon read my mind? And I mean, I said, do they have to, I I mean, if I can be the invisible man and follow you around for a couple of days, I'm going to have all the material I need. It's exactly right. He studied humanity since uh, the garden. Yeah. And and we're all pretty similar, whether you want to believe that or not.
0: Uh, Another uh, misleading belief is that the Christian doesn't have to take sin seriously. Yeah. And we, st- we start weighing them. That's right. a little That's yep. a little sin. This is a bigger sin. And boy, that's
1: deadly. Let me hit these last couple because we're up against the break. The secret to the battle is just pray a prayer, take a prayer walk, or bind yep. Satan. God will automatically protect us. Don't get too radical with no provision for sin. All things in moderation. On and on and on it goes. When we come yep. back, let's dive into what's our warfare strategy. What can we do within our family? We'll be right back. Welcome back. It's Steve Noble, the Steve Noble Show. Great to be with you, with our friend Dr. Stuart Scott from BJU Seminary today. As we're talking about uh, not spiritual warfare, just Ephesians six. Not spiritual warfare, just from a thirty thousand foot level. We, we should all understand it's real. It's happening all the time. I'd love, Stuart, how you mentioned when you're driving to to work each day, driving to school, driving to the the, the grocery store, or whatever. You're not thinking there's a sniper got got a bead on me, or yeah, I might hit yeah. an IED. But if yeah. you were in if you were in Gaza right now or if you're in Iraq driving from uh Erbil to Baghdad, you're going to worry about a lot of different things because you know you're in a war zone. We act like you have to go somewhere to get in a war zone, but no, in this case, the war zone follows us around, so we're talking about spiritual warfare within the confines of our family, and we were talking about the enemy's targets and we were talking a little bit about kind of the uh the misleading and erroneous beliefs like this' uh, kind of minimizing what can happen in our homes. And then real quick, just touch on uh, Satan's strategies, just so we can kind of get those in the back of our mind. And then we'll get into our warfare strategies as individuals. And then I really want to focus most of our time on how do we do this inside the home?
0: Yeah. And um, I can't unpack them as much as I would like to. So I'll just I'll sort of like skipping a rock on water. Okay, I'll just touch on these one of the biggest ones is going to be distance with God and others. It's just going to be distance in our own walk with the Lord. Oh, um, anything that Satan can do to distract us from a sincere, pure devotion to Christ and mm-hmm. second Corinthians 11, uh, he'll do. And the disciplines, the spiritual disciplines is how we keep close. Yep. So no time in the word, very little time in the word, very little time in prayer, little time with God's people. It's we're toast. you know it's just so distance with god and others another one is uh distractions oh man uh man just get busy with anything and everything else uh yep uh, holding up my
1: iphone okay that's my iphone
0: yeah hours and hours (laughs) um
1: scroll away
0: but distractions uh and I've alliterated these and it was they, they, they seem to flow out that way. I was like a, <laughs>
1: that's training, baby, a, that's talent.
0: A, a doubt and distrust. oh man. Uh, we start doubting God. That was Satan's first temptation to uh, Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. Uh, doubt God and distrust him, uh, his character. Uh, another one's doctrinal deviation. Uh, redefine the gospel, redefine yeah. uh, doctrine. A little error, right? Yeah. Just a little bit.
1: Um, And that one, I I warn people all the time, be very careful what you're consuming, especially online. uh, Yeah. Because there'll be all kinds of tickly little things out there that are fascinating to you and maybe contextually appropriate. And then you don't really know who you're listening to. And there can be little seeds in there. got to be really careful.
0: Uh, Discord and division. Uh, People wanting their own way, especially Mm -hmm. in a church. And you see that being addressed in, in the epistles quite often discord and division a discouragement i have often found even personally when i'm discouraged oh, it's like the barn doors open <laughs> up yeah and, and temptation comes flooding in amen to act to act sinfully yep uh, to respond sinfully when you're discouraged it's like a, a main tool mm. of the evil one and then deceptions yeah uh, he is the deceiver And so uh, watch out with uh, a little truth mixed with error.
1: Yep. That's very, very dangerous. A little leaven. Mm -hmm. Take out the whole loaf. And so then personally, and again, I'd like to think for most of us, this is something we, we understand intrinsically if we've studied the word for a while. So just kind of pop through those real quick. But I really want to make sure we spend most of our time on our strategy within the family for dealing with spiritual warfare.
0: Yeah. Personally, it's, it's just be on a mission every day mm. to walk in communion with the Lord, uh, controlled by the spirit of God, practicing the spiritual disciplines, just to, that is going to raise the attention of the enemy. Oh, yeah. Just get ready. Yeah. You know, it, but that's what draws us close to the Lord and keeping our eyes on Jesus. So all of the issues, I mean, there are a lot of them, but all of the focus on your own walk with the Lord, deal right. with sin quickly. And, um, so the strategy within the family—is that where you want me to go? Yeah, with, yeah, Because yeah, I want to because
1: we've got uh ten of these, and yep. I want to make sure we touch on all of them because it's so important. Because I think most of us probably are unprepared or underprepared on this one.
0: Yeah, a prayer is going to be a big one. Uh, praying with any believer in your home—I uh, mean, you can pray with your family, but sometimes family members aren't believers, right? So, uh, you know, like a strategy would be if. If I know you know two out of let's say five are believers then pray you can pray for the whole with the whole family but then pray specifically Mm -hmm. with the those who are committed to Christ I mean you're trying to live for Jesus in a home with other unbelievers all right sometimes they're like Christianized pagans so they're sure they they know a lot they're just yeah no interest in the things of the Lord they're bored when you have family devotions you know that kind of thing so prayer uh, cultivate Intentional uh, caring relationships uh, with all of the family. Don't let someone just wander off and hibernate in Mm -hmm. some room on a, you know, playing videos. It just, isolation is deadly.
1: Yeah. If you got four bedrooms and four people in four bedrooms and you're not spending much time together, I'm going to pop back to, let me pop back (laughs) to praying together right quick. One of the things that we missed really early on uh, was praying with my wife. Mm. We're much better at it now, and especially when things are are challenging or or, or you're running into some tough, tough times. When you pray together as a married couple, it's really, really powerful. You know Mm. it when you do it. Some people are like, ah, it's a little uncomfortable. I don't like to pray out loud. If you're the husband, then you need to just quit whining and man up and grab your wife's hand and pray. And and ladies, if you need to say, hey, honey, can you come upstairs and pray with me before I go to bed? Take some action there. There's so much power in that. Uh, and, and when, again, back to isolation, should we be praying on our own? Absolutely. But in the home, that's why I really appreciate that. Pray together with any other believers in your home, especially your spouse and any of your children that are believers, pray with them, pray for them. That's such a powerful thing. And then those caring relationships, not isolation. That's great. So those are so important. That's why I wanted to kind of hit on those again. And then the next one is such a big deal. Encouragement.
0: Yeah. Uh, when you look at how much is said in Scripture about encouraging one another, <laughs> uh, one is with command. It's a command, and you see it going on with Jesus encouraging the people around him, the letters to the seven churches. I mean, on it goes. Uh, again, if you're discouraged, mm-hmm. uh, boy, what a, a distance and, and encouragement can make to help someone get their eyes back on the Lord and on what's right. Because uh, we get focused on the wrong or our failures.
1: That's such a great point. And there's, there's, I can't remember, there's like a, it's a, almost like a saying, almost like a statistic. For every one negative thing, you need to say seven positive things to yeah. make up for it. Uh, and then I think about this. This was uh, Blackaby's son, Richard Blackaby, that asked the question. This was parenting. This really hit my wife and I. When it comes to how we deal with our children or each other, am I speaking words of life into my family? Or am I speaking words of death? Mm. I actually have to. I actually have to, it's like a physical exercise. I have to catch people doing the right thing and then yeah. encourage yeah. them because my yeah. natural bent is I'm always looking for people to do the wrong thing. Yeah. So we, yeah. we major in discouragement yeah. and we minor in encouragement.
0: That's it. Yeah.
1: Which we is a huge problem with spiritual warfare. Yeah. Cause like you said, yeah. discouragement opens you up.
0: It does. It just, I, I want to go with my flesh. I want right. to go with my feelings. Um, forget this I want to throw my hands up mm. and uh, grow weary of well-doing yeah right wow so encouraging uh, being involved with each other uh, I mentioned that already uh, in the home and even outside the home just trying to do things with each other and the more children you have you've got to be super intentional mm-hmm. here you can't just say well we have a group time uh, you gotta if you have the more children you have, the more time you need to invest uh, each one individually. You can't just um, wave a wand over all of them, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, because that that you get lost in the shuffle whether you have two kids or ten kids. Yeah. So yeah, time together is super important, but then sewing into somebody individually. Yeah. Which increases their sense of self worth. Yeah. I'm investing in you. That, and again, when you don't, when we don't do these things, Stuart. We're opening ourselves up. We're just opening up various doors to allow Satan to just play.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, he shows up different places in Scripture, which is really interesting by name when we don't deal with our anger, right? If you, if you, if you sin, deal with it quickly. Don't give the devil an mm-hmm. opportunity, you know, in Ephesians 4. Or uh, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit's there when we're communicating Right if you're not regular and continuous in a marriage relationship in the area intimacy, be careful. Satan might, wow. by name, he shows up different places. Yeah. And it's for us to, we we have what we need to know his devices yes. and his strategies and the word of God. Uh, I put another one here, uh, maintaining a humble mindset. Uh, God gives uh, grace to the humble but pride is going to be what uh, Satan loves.
1: What is that? Uh, What is that? When we come back and then we'll, we'll have time to go through the rest of the list. I'm going to ask you when we come back, we're talking to Dr. Stuart Scott from BJU seminary. uh, Who's just renowned as a Christian counselor, spiritual warfare in the family, seek to maintain a humble mindset. What does that look like in the house? How do we humble ourselves versus being prideful? And, and again, this seems like a personal affront to me <laughs> we'll be right back don't let the cool music uh Lead you down the wrong road. I know that's cool music. You know, it's like Motown. It's kind of like an easy Sunday afternoon. Don't, don't, don't be fooled by the music uh, in this last segment because we're dealing with spiritual warfare in the family with Doctor Stewart Scott from BJU Seminary. Working our way through our strategy within the family, we we are moving quickly through this. This is like a two and a half page outline with all kinds of scripture resources and and it's really just a great uh, primer that we can do on the show today. But to go in-depth, uh, you really want to get this document. It just lays out everything we're talking about. With all the scripture references, this would be a great study for you to do by yourself or with your spouse, uh, even with your kids, especially when you get into the part that we're finishing with when we're talking about our strategy within the family. So if you want to get a copy of this, I would love to email it to you. Just send me a note. Say, hey, Steve, send me the thing from today. That's all I need. And I'll send it to you, steve at thestevenobleshow.com. And I'll get this right over to you, steve at the Steve noble show.com dealing with spiritual warfare in the family with Dr. Dr. Stuart Scott. We were working our way, Stuart. And again, thanks for being here. Our strategy within Mm -hmm. the family, uh, pray together with any other believers in the home, cultivate caring relationships. Don't allow for isolation. We've got to cultivate those, encourage each other as much as possible, be involved with each other and seek to maintain a humble mindset. We were hitting that when we hit the break. What does Mm -hmm. that look like to have a humble mindset within the confines of our family?
0: yeah the the best picture really is w- looking at Jesus when he was walking through the gospels he was the servant leader um there's no question yeah that he led the disciples uh but he loved them he served them he was humble now he he didn't sin right <laughs> we said right so for us uh when we get defensive, that's not humility uh when we uh, cover up our sin Mm -hmm. and we won't admit our sin and and their kids see it, that's going to be pride. Uh, So just, uh, I think keeping, I want to love God. I want to love my family and serve them will help me to fulfill what God wants me to do to lead them Yeah, because I'm following his instructions and the scripture, but I'm going to do it in a, gracious, kind yeah. way, not harsh, not, uh, domineering, mm. but, uh, uh,
1: not lording it over. Yep. Right. And which sounds a that. little bit like being meek Yeah, uh, where you have Make a lot of power, come. but under control. Yes. And then also one other thing I would add to that, be quick to own your junk. Yes. So, you yep. know, like my, one of my, one of our daughters will say, dad, you know how many times you've apologized for that? And I'll be like, yes. And I, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Uh, but it is important that you apologize. You, you have to own yeah. your junk. And, and I can tell you after years, and now that our kids are all in their 20s, uh, they notice that. That, that makes yeah. a big difference if you own your junk. So that's part of being humble. The next one, deal with and resolve matters quickly and thoroughly according to God's word. And I think we probably struggle with this one too.
0: Yeah. And I, I would just add one little thing on to what you just sure. said. If you can come up with a plan of what you're going to do differently, mm-hmm. that helps with them to forgive you.
1: Yeah, that's so good
0: uh otherwise oh boy i hope you're not that way tomorrow right Uh, a plan Plan of repentance the other one is deal with and resolve matters quickly i I kind of alluded to that Ephesians four don't let the sun go down uh one theologian put it this way the day of transgression is the day of reconciliation just so good you you sin deal with it quickly as as quick as possible and the satan comes in the next verse don't give an opportunity <laughs> to the devil.
1: That's right.
0: It just gets worse. Another one is uh, purpose to communicate biblically. Uh, life and death are in the power of the tongue. Mm. So uh, I, I'm going to, you know, try to choose my words. Uh, Nehemiah he had to take counsel with himself before he started to speak and plan things. Just calm down uh, if you're upset in family. But purpose. To be kind, take ownership if you aren't. Um, if I didn't pay attention to something my wife said and she brought it to my attention, I really need to can own up to that, yeah. as you mentioned, yeah. and communicate right. Listen well, uh, be swift to hear, slow to speak. Uh, another one is realize it was God's perfect design for the people he put into your family. Mm-hmm. So your spouse, your children, th- these are the ones God, uh, determined to give you. <laughs> you there's not a, that's a, a pretty heavy uh, thought really. It, it, it is. It's, there's no, uh, can I have an exchange policy here? Can <laughs> right. I uh, return, uh, switch out someone? No.
1: Yeah.
0: And God, God, for your own walk with the Lord, for your own sanctification, has brought these people into your life to help you become more like Jesus.
1: Oh, see now, now you're messing around with my personal. No, I know. You're in, I'm in your kitchen. Uh, <laughs> and isn't there go? You know, if if every one of our four children is fearfully and wonderfully made, that was all wrought before the foundations of the earth, and then God in His providence places all four of these kids into the family with Gina and myself as the head. And whenever you're like, oh, this one kid's such a problem, or the other kid's a challenge, or this, that, and the other thing, uh, God in his sovereignty and in his wisdom placed them into your care, custody, and control for a reason. That wasn't a mistake.
0: Yeah. And to hear right.
1: that, to help you become more like Christ. Yeah. I think a lot of us, right, when you said that, were like, oof. <laughs> you know, like,
0: yeah. yeah, and a more effective ministry to other people. Oh, man. 'Cause you'll you'll go, Oh, I get it. Yep. I understand that. I, I mean you were doing that with me, saying, Oh, I understand your situation. You mm-hmm. know, it 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 makes us better oh, man. ministers of the gospel.
1: Yep. And then that it reminds me of Second Corinthians chapter one, where you where you minister to other people with mm-hmm. the with, with the way the Lord has ministered to you in your difficulty. Then you yep. become a steward of that affliction and then you're uniquely qualified to help others. That's that's so good. Perfect design. The next one, have faithful and regular intimacy within marriage. Does that mean what I think it means? it does uh satan show i was just
0: looking where does satan show up uh by name in the in the bible especially in the new testament and i'm wow he shows up in a marital relationship where there's not uh, a regular intimacy Mm -hmm. between husband and wife and it says because of lack of self-control satan may tempt you yeah so you're you're kind of opening yourself up for more temptation Uh, if things aren't going well with a husband and wife and loving each other in every way, including the physical intimacy.
1: Yeah. And consider this uh, and going to this list of 10 uh, with Dr. Stuart Scott today, as we're talking about spiritual warfare within the family, just consider this Like these are all different rooms within your home or they're all windows. And so you're like, if we're not dealing with these things, you open the door. you go, okay. Satan. Well, this room, you you can jump in here. Or you open another window, the outside of your house. And allowing somebody to come in. Yeah. So intimacy within marriage. And then the last one, uh, did you want to add anything to that, Stuart?
0: No. um, You know, it's up to the couple to really think through and talk through in an open way about how regular intimacy should occur. Right. I can't. No one can legislate that. But a couple really needs to be honest and transparent there of saying, you know, this would really be helpful if we could.
1: Yeah. And plan and uh, have the conversation. Yep. Yep. And then the last one, guard the truth in a very all. You didn't put all caps in here very often. Guard the truth in a very gracious way. Yeah. So help us understand that.
0: Yeah, one of the Satan's deals is with uh, error, right? A false doctrine, uh, not teaching the truth. I mean, that would be Satan's one of one of his strategies. So we're we're involving with people involved with people, we're trying to teach truth, but we also need to correct error. And when we do, and it comes through often through people that are espousing the error, in second Timothy chapter two, it says, When you're correcting, the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but be kind to everyone, able to teach, patiently enduring evil, correcting his opponents with gentleness, that God may perhaps grant them repentance, leading to a knowledge of the truth. That they may come to their senses, escape from the snare of the devil, Mm, after being captured by him to do his will. So it's all in there, you know. You you have to correct it, but do it with gentleness, and uh, that's important. Guard the truth in a very gracious way.
1: Yeah, the anger of man does not bring about the righteousness of God. Yeah, and and that's how I was raised. If if my dad's really serious, he's louder. So now you're going to pay attention. And so I, I turn around And in many ways over the years. I've parented the same way. The more intense the situation, the louder and more intense I get, Yeah. which takes me away from being gracious. That would be the last thing I'm, I'm being in those moments. Yeah.
0: yeah. And that's prayerfully done. All yes. of this is prayerfully done because prayerfully done. we need the Spirit's enablement, uh, the Holy Spirit.
1: Last question is there is there a place for us as especially as as a married couple but if you're a single mom or single dad where you should uh kind of take it to Satan directly that you're going to pray out loud you're going to rebuke the devil you're going to quote scripture is I would imagine there's a place for that.
0: You know, I don't um I, I've read on this uh, other material mm-hmm. that uh Nowhere in the Scripture are we told to admonish or rebuke the devil. That's become kind of a fad. Yeah, uh, but there's not any instance where we human beings are to do that to Satan. Jesus we're, did we're, it. We're, well, Jesus did it, but all, but even the Michael, the archangel, in Jude,
1: oh yeah, did not do it.
0: He said, "The Lord rebuke you." Mm. No, I mean, he was a right. Type of co-created kind yeah. of a thing. I yes. mean, just a, a mighty angel. Yes. He didn't even do it. Fascinating. Uh, when you get people standing up and yelling at
1: Satan, rebuking, I, I, I well, it's almost uh, like they're grabbing the sword. Yeah. I'm going to default to the Lord to deal with him.
0: That's not taught, not myself. And, and, and the armor yeah. of God. Fascinating. If were to pick up the yeah. Shield
1: no, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, That's really good. good. Dealing with spiritual warfare in the family, you want to copy, send me an email. Steve at the Steve Steve at the Steve Stuart, as always, thank you. This is Steve Noble on the Steve Noble Show. God willing.